0: Hallelujah. Well, if you would turn with me tonight to Psalm 91. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. We're it now. Praise God. Well, I'm believing tonight. I'm believing that I'll speak something that's going to make a deposit on the inside, amen, that you don't just forget everything when we leave here, but it's something that you that comes back to you, amen, and helps you, amen. So Psalm 91, we know this, but it's so good. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, I'm going to read the whole thing because... I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Uh, sign me up. Sign me up. Okay. From the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his, with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Amen. We, we are delivered from fear. Amen. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. So we're going to see some things that could cause some fear. And people but we don't have to experience that we don't have to be afraid of that because you have made the Lord who is my refuge even the most High, your dwelling place no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling I'll take that I'll take that for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways I'll take some of that too in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I'll take that deliverance. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Known by experience. Amen. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. There are answers. There are answers there. Amen. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Sign me up. Sign me up. Amen. But, but, it's for he who dwells. All of that's for he who dwells. Amen. It's not for he who visits. amen it's for he who dwells it, those um, visitors don't have the same benefits do they as someone who lives somewhere yeah amen they, they don't know where to find things a visitor, if somebody comes to my house and they need something they need a you know uh what's something odd i mean they need a a pan okay? They're not going to know. They may know what room it's in, but they're not going to know where it is. And if it's something really valuable and precious, I'm probably have it hidden somewhere. And they're for sure not going to know where that is. But you know who will know who that, where that is? My kids are going to know where that is. My kids, the people that live in the house are going to know where those things are. Amen. And what's, I don't know why I think this is strange. I know you guys probably have experienced this, but my kids find things that I didn't even tell them where they were. The other day, okay, we're not going to get into a mask debate right here, but I thought if I, to, if I have to go into Walmart or Sam's and I have to put on a mask, well, I'm just going you know, to make a nice one so I'm not wearing a hospital mask around, you know, if I have to wear one. And, you know, I don't know anybody who's made masks. You cannot find the elastic stuff. You just can't. But I remembered a long time ago when I was going to sew something and I didn't. I had bought some, okay? Well, and I remembered it was, it was tucked away somewhere. But, well, Ryan, I don't know if this was last night or the night before, but um, she probably doesn't even know what she did, okay? But... That stuff is, is uh, a pricey commodity right now. I mean, I can sell that on Amazon for $100, okay? <laughs> um, she was trying to get the cat to show me the new trick they taught the cat. And so they got, she went in my room and got a bunch of stuff. Well, today, when I was picking up all the stuff she got out, to, I'm like, oh. she had got that elastic, ripped it open, and was using that for the thing. So, she didn't know that she did that, but see, she didn't, how did she even know that was there? Because she went digging around and found stuff to use, right? So, so, visitors feel like they need to ask for something, but if you, if you live somewhere and you're part of that family, um, they don't even ask, they just go and take it, right? I'm a little bit off, a little bit over here on the rabbit trail, but... It's all of these things are for those who dwell. They are not for those who visit. Amen. Amen. So to dwell, we know what, we think we know what all these things mean. But to dwell, it means to live. It means to make our home. It means to make our home. Amen. And the secret place, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Flip over to Psalm 31. Hold your place here and just always hold Psalm 91. We're going to come back to it. (laughs) Psalm 31, verse 20. It says, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. Amen. So the secret place is his presence. That is the secret place. That's the place we're supposed to dwell is in his presence. Amen, amen, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. So, uh, those who visit the presence of God, they don't, they don't experience the same benefits as those who live there. Now, all of his promises, if you're a child of God, if you've accepted Christ as your Savior, those things belong to you. The things that are in his presence belong to you, okay, but it's in his presence that they're found, So, if you're outside of his presence, even though it belongs to you, there's no access. Amen. His promises belong to all of his children, but the experience of them is in his presence and not outside of it. Amen. Amen. So, he who dwells, those people who make uh, their home, they're living in his presence. And how do we live in his presence? Well, well, you know, his presence is here all around us, right? His presence is inside of us. But you can be in a room with somebody but not really be with them, you know? Yeah. You So there's relationship. There's an acknowledgement. It would be good for you. Every day when you get up, just start the day. Just start. Just take that moment. You know, the word says, be still and know that I'm God. Just... It's not something we got to work up. We just we just need to take that moment, put that focus on our spirit, and just acknowledge His presence in your life. Amen. I just acknowledge Him, God. I thank you that You're with me today. Thank You for helping me today. I thank You, Father, to be help me to be mindful of Your presence in every situation and just consult with Him throughout the day. As if someone's coming along with you, He's your help, right? He's the Holy Spirit inside of us is your ever-present help, but only if you look to Him for your help. Amen. Praise God and abide. I like this. The word "abide" it actually means it means to endure without yielding. Amen. That means you're not even going to give an inch. So those who live continually in his presence in the secret place those are those people they're going to endure no matter the circumstance they're going to endure without yielding under his protection under his shadow amen and it is from that position that you can say of the Lord he is my refuge he is my fortress in in him I'm trusting only in that position only in that place amen Amen. So his shadow is my hiding place. You remember as kids, the best hiding places are those where you cannot be found. If you're adequately hidden, you're not going to be found. right. And I, I like to, I'm kind of, you probably do not think this of me, but I'm kind of a little bit of a prankster, a little bit. Faith like a little bit. So, you may not have, you probably never have experienced that side of me. Maybe you won't. But I, I, I haven't done it as much. But scaring people is kind of fun sometimes. Everybody in my family has been scared by me at least one time. Now, Faith, little side note, I'm, I probably won't scare her again because the last time I tried to scare her, I was hiding in our little breakfast room. I, it, everybody had gone to sleep for the night, and it was dark outside and everything. Well, I was still out in the living room, living area, doing something, I don't know, and I heard her coming. I heard her and Ryan were coming. Down. Was it Ryan? Yeah. They were coming downstairs, so I, thought, I, I knew they were coming to the kitchen to get something to eat. So here's our, like, our kitchen, and then we got a little breakfast room over here, and it's real dark over there in that corner. So I thought, I'm going to get her good. I'm going to get her good. So I'm back there hiding. And what do you do when you're hiding? Number one, you're being still, right? And you're being quiet. (laughs) You're being quiet. Why are you being quiet? So you can hear. Okay, so I was being real still, and I was being real quiet. I wasn't making any, I'm like. They're coming. And I hear them. I don't even know what they're talking about, whatever. But I, I thought, those would be good. And so I kind of like tap on the window or something. And you, I could tell from just their lack of movement and stop talking that they were like, "What? Well, something, what is that? Okay. And I must have been doing a little bit of a good job of scaring them because I hear Faith pull out her pepper spray. Yeah. And I'm, I'm and I'm like, she's not going to do come that. I mean, what you don't, if someone's breaking into your house, you don't run at them with pepper spray. You go the other way, don't you? But anyway, so I'm, she's going to be spraying me. So I'm like, Faith, it's me. Hello, I'm over here. Don't be doing anything. Because she was coming at me with her pepper spray. So I won't be doing that anymore. But But if you're in a good spot, you're hidden. They don't know you're there. Okay? So, so, yeah. When you're hiding, you're still. And a lot of times when things are going on in our life or we need answers about things or we're trying to, we want to be doing the will of God and, or we got all these things we want to accomplish or we need to hear about God, hear from God on such and such. Well, what we can do sometimes because we're human is we can start trying to do a bunch of stuff. Oh, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to go analyze this over here. Okay. I'm going to to figure it out naturally, and then I'm going to consult with God and see if one of those options that I came up with is good. Okay. Well, we try to start moving. We try to start moving, uh, but activity does not equal accomplishment. It's, you know... Uh, if you aren't doing the right, if you're doing the wrong thing, activity doing the wrong thing is, is not productive. Amen. Okay, and then, and then we're quiet so you can hear. So sometimes the answer, is, you know, is to be still and to be quiet. I don't, I don't really think that God wants to compete with a bunch of voices going on. He doesn't want to compete with your grocery list. <laughs> he doesn't want to compete with your fun activity. He doesn't want to compete with your distractions or your, your reasoning, okay? So... When you're ready to listen, he's ready to speak. <laughs> and that's hard. But really, I encourage you if you've got time in the morning, do what I said. Start your day like that. Start your day. God, I just acknowledge your presence. And you know what? I'm going to just keep my mouth shut for a minute. I'm not going to pray, not going to do whatever. I'm going to listen. And he'll speak he will speak to you amen so we 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 need to be less busy and more in his presence and we're gonna get more accomplished have you noticed that when you start your day just because sometimes we can get busy we think we have too many things to do that we don't take the time doing the thing that's going to help us get everything else we need done we put him last and then find we don't have time. Amen. So his presence is available to you at all times. And he's going to be as involved as you want him to be. You can have as much of God in your life as you want. Or you can have as little as you want. We're, we're on the pedal, right? We're on the pedal. So it is those who live in his presence... Uh, that will endure without yielding in the hiding place. So are you in that spot? Are you in that hiding spot? Amen. And I got to thinking today, naturally, there are people that go into hiding, aren't there? There are people that go into hiding. And, you know, those are usually people that are testifying against the mob or, you know, some real bad people, okay? And, And their entire families will be put into the witness protection program. Amen. So I was thinking about today, and what's the first thing? They get a new identity. They get a new identity with authentic documentation. I, I looked it up. I want to know what they get. Uh, they get housing, living expenses, medical care, and 24-hour protection in high-threat environment situation there. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, it's almost as if that old, who they were before, it's like they dropped off the face of the planet. They just disappear. They just disappear. They've been given an entirely new identity. And so I've been placed in God's identity or his God's witness protection program. It's better than the United States witness protection program. (laughs) Amen. It's better. I have entered God's witness protection program. And I've been given a new identity. Amen. Let's look over at 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things, that old man, that identity you had before, it's been passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. Turn to 1 Corinthians 6. verses 19 and 20, it says, or do you not know that your body is, wait, 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 wait. don't go there yet. I'm not going to read that yet. I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, rewind. No, okay. Listen, our protection, it, the people that are in those protection programs, someone's paying for that. The government's paying for that. They're paying all of those expenses. It's not free. Now, it's maybe free to the person who's in the protection program, but it's not free because we're paying for it. And you know what's interesting is most of the people in the witness protection program are actually guilty themselves. Most of them are not innocent of everything. Most of them are guilty, they just happen to not be as badly guilty as the ones they're testifying against, right? Um, So, number one, it's not free, and they're guilty, but they're needed, they're needed. Amen? So, our protection, our provision is not free. It is not free. It did not come without a cost. So, now we can go to 1 Corinthians, (laughs) 1 Corinthians 6, 19, and 20, it says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. And it was a high price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You know, it is right for for God to expect some things from us. Because... Our salvation, our redemption, all these things he provided for us did not come without a cost. All right, Galatians 2.20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Our life is not our own. Our life is not our own. It doesn't, yeah, it does not belong to me anymore. The people in the witness protection program, they don't get to make all of their life decisions anymore. They may be given a few options, right? Right? but they don't get to decide where they're living, right? They don't get to make their decisions, not if they want the protection that the program offers. So they can decide to make another decision. We can decide to make another decision, okay, but we're not going to benefit from the protection of the program. Amen. I thought it was interesting that I read at the, at the end of that little thing I was reading about that. It says that no one in the witness protection program that are following the program guidelines has ever been harmed or killed while under active protection. But, but they clarified it, you know, those that are following the program guidelines. <laughs> just, I mean, if they decide they're not going to follow the guidelines, well, hey. Hey. Those guidelines are there for a reason okay there's success if you in the guidelines okay obedience to God's guidelines and his plan for our lives for my life it keeps me in his protection program and no you know because if they're in the, if they're in a the protection program, they may not know all the dangers out there they may not know everything there is to know okay and so the people that are helping them in that program are going to instruct them on things that are, are going to be safe. Okay. So we may not always understand God's instruction, right? And his, it, here's the program guidelines right here. This is the program guidelines. Okay. So as, as we follow the guidelines, as we follow and walk in the plan that he has for our life, um, that's what's going to keep us in his protection program. I lost my place here, but his instructions are going to keep us safe. We don't have to understand why. We don't have to. You know, if someone's walking out into a street and there's a, a little kid's walking out into the street and there's a huge truck coming and their parent goes, get out of the street. Do they have time to go, why? No. Sometimes you don't need to know why. Sometimes maybe you don't want to know why. Well, you think you do until you find out what it is. And then you just say, maybe I shouldn't have even found out. I wish I wouldn't have asked that question. So, it, this, is, this is for he who dwells. Amen. And you've got to know that um, the people that were out to kill those people that are in the protection program, they're watching Right? They're keeping their ear to the ground. They're waiting for those people to slip up. They're waiting for them to slip up. Because the moment they slip up, they've got their little minions out there. They're going to turn them in. And, and if they don't quickly get back to their, you know, if it's, it may be too late for them. They may be gotten rid of before, you know. So, you know the scripture, it says the devil, he, he walks around, right? He's seeking whom he may devour. Well, he may not devour those in the witness protection program. Amen, I because we're hidden. We're hidden. Amen. Amen. And what if those people decide they're just going to, you know, I miss those people. I miss my old friends. I miss my, yeah, I miss those places I used to go. I just need to make contact, just a quick contact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you step out of your new identity and back into your old identity. Game. You are, you're on the, in the wrong spot. Amen. That's bad news for them. So listen, don't visit the places, the people, the things that God has delivered you out of. Don't decide you want to go say hi to those people anymore. Amen. Those things that are not part of your new identity. Or part of the guidelines. And we, we find out there's so much more to talk about than we can discuss tonight. But who you are, you're not, your new identity is all in here. It's all in here. Look up everything that says in him or in Christ. That's your new identity. That is your new identity. Amen. But if you're going to go and you're going you're gonna to try to associate with your old identity, no. You're not in the witness protection program, and it's not going to go unnoticed. You think you can slip back, and no one's going to find out, but you know what? Maybe a person doesn't know, but, but the enemy's watching, and you become vulnerable when you do that. So stay in the program. Stay in the program. It is for those who dwell, who make their home. Those who remain in his presence that are safe and that are protected. So, if you go rogue, you're, you're on your own. Amen. There is no safer place than in his presence. Amen. And being obedient to his plan for your life. There is no, I like that. At the end of Psalm 91, it says he will satisfy us with long life. With long life. We only have a long life because we've been protected. We've experienced his protection, amen, and so I want to get there. I want to get to that long life, amen, but it's in his presence that we do that. God's presence is his witness protection program, amen, amen. Say, Father, I take it. I'm in your witness protection program. Hallelujah. Your presence, Lord, is my dwelling place. Hallelujah. Praise God.